communication breakdown part two. So you have recognized your part in communication breakdowns with other people and and you're doing your part to make the changes. You've you've listened to the fair fighting rules, you've listened to the active listening episode, you have journaled and thought about how you feel and what kind of thoughts go through your mind and what type of a communicator you are so that you can make the necessary changes. But then you find that the people you're communicating with are not following the same guidelines. So you may be trying to communicate and resolve an issue with somebody who is super defensive and they blow up on you, they cut you off, they overtalk you, and you're trying to remain calm and resolve the issue with compassion and kindness. So this can be very frustrating and it can make you want to just smack the other person. When this happens, the other person is becoming super defensive because they're feeling insecure or they're in denial. Those are the top two reasons. There are other reasons, but those are the top two reasons. So their go-to response to everything could be just to be defensive and to defensively rant at you until you shut down and stop. Um, When this happens, sometimes it's helpful when you know a person is this way. Sometimes it's helpful to approach them and say, listen, I say this to you with love and respect, and I'm not trying to attack you. Um, I'm not trying to imply that you're a bad person at all. It's just something that has been on my mind, and I would like to discuss it with you. So that being said, and then you go on with your I statement. If they are defensive anyway, and they get angry, you can tell them, Okay, I can see that right now is not a good time to talk to you about this. So I would like to talk about it sometime in the future. But for now, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and drop it because I can see that, you know, you really don't want to hear me right now. And that's, that's okay. And then just leave it at that and walk away. If the other person in your communication breakdowns is a spouse or a friend or a family member, if they love you and if they want to work on the relationship as well, share share the podcast with them. Share, share the communication breakdown, the act of listening and the fair fighting rules with that person and tell them, you know, I found this helpful for me and I was really uh, wanting to share it with you because... Every time we communicate, we end up in this huge argument, and I love you, and I want to heal this relationship, so I was hoping that maybe, you know, we could do this together, and somebody that loves you and is meant to be part of your life is going to be willing to work on communication issues with you. Um, Sometimes 
you know, you can only change yourself and the burden is on you to make your necessary changes. But sometimes in a relationship, it takes two to really make it work. You can't do it all on your own. You've got to have that supportive other person who is in the communication breakdown with you. You've got to have that person be willing to at least adopt some, if not all, of the communication tools. If you're dealing with a boss who looks at you like you're insane when you use these tools, and the boss is critical and defensive and demanding, and that's a that's a radical acceptance moment where, you know, this is where your paycheck comes from. And if this person is going to be nasty and not be willing to hear you, that's fine. Just radically accept the person for who they are and go ahead and do what they tell you to do and stay under the radar. And and that's true with uh, people that you might call a friend, but they're more of an associate, um, more of a an acquaintance I should say they're more of an acquaintance and you, you you're not really close with them and um, you've had a few communication breakdown run-ins with with these people just keep them at a distance you know you don't owe anybody anything and if somebody is going to be the uh, cause of the breakdown in the communication every time you try to communicate they're just not your people they're not meant to be in your close knit circle of people it's important that we have healthy people that we can communicate with and um, supportive people that support our growth and our journey of healing so If you find yourself faced with a person who's super defensive, who likes to shame you to avoid their own shame, somebody who never apologizes and never admits that they're wrong, it may be a misogynist, it may be a narcissist, it could be somebody with borderline personality disorder, it could be somebody with no disorder who is just very stubborn and very negative but typically people who act like that are disordered on some level so keep your keep your circle healthy with healthy people who are open and willing to participate in tools to avoid communication breakdown the people who are the cause of the breakdown in communication Keep them at an arm's length. Limit contact with them. And if it's somebody you can't limit contact with, just stay under the radar. And find ways to find resolution on your own and get your own closure. Because sometimes other people absolutely will not uh, participate in healthy conversations. Some people can't handle the truth (laughs) so that's okay that's that's where radical acceptance comes in and that's where you have to validate yourself and say look I'm not crazy I'm feeling this way for a reason 
and this person is who they are and I won't be able to resolve this with them that's okay I can um, I can feel better about it on my own and figure it out on my own and I don't need this negativity in my life so if you have chosen to follow the rules of communication breakdown to avoid those breakdowns you are a rock star you are somebody who has an open heart and an open mind you care about yourself and other people and you care about healing relationships and that makes you a total badass so don't forget that don't get down on yourself and don't throw the tools away if you run into somebody head-on who refuses to participate in healthy communication. I remember uh, a story about somebody who she knew somebody who had terrible communication skills. And um, this person was in her inner circle, but not a close friend, more, more of an acquaintance. Um, a friend of a friend and this person was loud obnoxious terrible listener and she got into uh, this lady's face and was just yelling and screaming and of course she was drunk she was yelling and screaming and um, accusing her of keeping her boyfriend away from their family and her arms were waving all around and she uh, she called this woman a, a fucking bitch probably 59 times. And this woman chose to use healthy communication tools and active listening. So as that woman was screaming and hollering in her face, she thought to herself, why is she saying this to me? And what need is she trying to get met? And what feeling is she trying to convey? And the conclusion was that the other woman felt insecure and she felt like maybe this woman had judged her. And she felt like this woman had kept her boyfriend away from their family on purpose. So instead of turning into a huge cat fight, this woman was able to stay calm even while this other woman was waving her arms around and yelling in her face and telling her she hated her and she was a fucking bitch and all this stuff, um, she let the lady just rant and rave. And then she looked at her and she said, do you feel better? Do you feel better having said all that? And the lady said she was trying to be honest. So she said, well, I do appreciate honesty. Um, and, and some truth is that you don't know me. You've never gotten to know me. And people that know me know that I'm not a fucking bitch. I'm actually very nice. People say I'm extremely compassionate. So, you know, maybe you should get to know me. And as for my boyfriend, he's a grown man. He can do whatever he wants if he's not coming over. Maybe it's because he didn't feel like coming over that day. It has nothing to do with me. I, I don't own him, and I don't tell him what to do. 
and um, it, it disarmed the other woman. She just stopped and thought about it for a second. Of course, she was intoxicated, but she she stopped for a second and she was like, "Wow, um, you're pretty cool." And then, of course, you know, she grabbed her and hugged her and kissed her cheek and said, oh, you're my best friend. Um, but that could have gone very differently had had the first woman not used the uh, communication tools of putting her ego aside, um, making sure that she was actively listening to hear the other person, not to respond, but just to hear the other person watching body language And of course she was prepared to jump backwards if the lady swung on her, but she was just watching this woman and the way this woman's arms flailed around while she yelled at her. It looked like the woman was drowning. And you think about somebody who's drowning and flailing their arms around. They're desperate, they're panicking, they're they're scared. And all that anger coming out of the drunk woman's mouth underneath it was embarrassment pain of feeling rejected maybe um some toxic shame definitely coming through so the first woman was able to open her heart with compassion and allow that lady to rant and rave without judgment she didn't judge her She wasn't judging her. She was assessing. She was kind of trying to figure out, okay, what's going on here? Let me assess the situation. And um, in doing so, it helped the angry drunk lady to calm down and in a way get catharsis because she was able to just spit out all the bullshit that was going on in her head. And afterwards, she stopped flailing her arms around she was more relaxed and uh, it was it was okay the situation was over and the first lady you know she she kind of thought wow this person's kind of toxic and has has a lot going on I, I probably should keep my distance um, it certainly didn't make her want to come closer and be a closer friend because the other woman just had a lot of anger and made a lot of wild assumptions and um, was quick to point the finger and blame on somebody who really had nothing to do with the situation. Um, The invites went to her boyfriend, not her, so it wasn't her fault if he said no. Now... (coughs) Maybe the boyfriend used her as an excuse and said, oh, she's not feeling good or uh, she doesn't feel like going anywhere. Maybe he used her as an excuse. But ultimately, uh, which is which is a, a horrible thing to do, don't do that to your girlfriend or your spouse. Um, be honest, have balls and say, oh, thank you for the invite. I think tonight I'm just going to stay home. Don't blame it on your spouse because that causes your friends to hate your spouse. Um, But anyway, 
I, I got off track there. I apologize. Anyway, when you, when you are encountered with somebody who is not using the same rules as you when it comes to communication, you really, it's a test. It is a test of your skills because you really have to be able to keep your heart open with compassion, even though the other person is absolutely insulting you on a lot of levels. You have to keep your heart open with compassion, muster up all the patience you can find. And if you can't resolve the situation, you take a time out. Tell the person it's okay. You know, I I, uh, I can see that you're very upset and this is a bad time to talk about things and that's okay. In fact, it's okay if we never talk about it. I, uh, I can figure this out on my own. I was hoping to get your help on this, but it, it's okay. I can figure it out and um, no hard feelings. And then keep your distance if you can. Stay under the radar with that person. Um, there will be other people in your life who will be very much willing to participate in avoiding communication breakdowns. So, go forth and communicate and make sure you subscribe to my channel so that you're alerted to all future episodes. Thank you all for your support. I appreciate all of you and keep those suggestions coming in. Keep that feedback coming in. I love it. I've received some stories that um, I've been given permission to share and I've received some requests for certain episodes that'll be coming up and I absolutely love the interaction that I'm having with all of you. So thank you again and start each day with something, thinking of something you can be grateful for so that you can have a good day. Keep manifesting, keep making really good choices and you decide what kind of day you're going to have. Don't let anything ruin your day. You are in control. You always, always have a choice.